When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You straight up cuckooed that dude, bro. Oh my god. You've got all your charger gear on because I'm feeling fresh as hell. Well, you guys better enjoy it. It's the fans loved it. You have to love what you're seeing on tape if you're a Chargers fan, especially for the future with Justin Herbert. On the move and throws and touchdown. Do this is together. Players, coaches, staff, fans, together, we can create something truly special. Stay tuned for the good content. It's first week of football. Welcome back, everybody. What a doozy that was. The Charger Chat. I'm your co-host, Wooldog, sitting with my buddy, Kev Huggin' Duggan. Hi. I'm, we're in the same room. This is Yay. great. And let's not forget Kyle the Coach Duggan. I'm not in the same room. Still in San Diego, boys. Feels yes. like you're here, though. It's good. We're working on it, Aww. folks. Um, it won't be long. <laughs> that's right. It is the last episode before we venture off to SoFi Stadium to see the Chargers play the Raiders. So lots to talk about this episode. Um, we've got... A Craig experience, as always, a Bolt beat lined up, as always, and a very special Bolt insight. Kevin already kind of teased it on Sean Twitter. Merriman. The Sean Lights Out Merriman back on the podcast. He is here. He is going to be chatting with Kevin, and I've already seen it. It's awesome. Can't wait for you folks to see it. Um, but let's start it off talking about what is going on at training camp. These injury reports, we keep getting these misguided like things. I mean, one second we've got somebody saying sources close to me say that JC Jacks is not going to show up. And then poppers going like, Hey, I mean, he's got his boot off. He's moving around. <laughs> and then we see the injury report saying JC Jackson did not practice, did not practice. And on Wednesday's press conference, uh, Staley, uh, when they asked him, they said, JC Jackson's walking boot is off. He ran on the field yesterday and he is day to day. No decision has been made yet on whether Jackson will play Sunday versus the Raiders. And that was interesting because the question was asked. It was a very good question by whoever asked that. It was, is JC Jackson ruled out for this week yet? Mm -hmm. Very specific. Like, I I can't say that. And the way he said that had this devilish, like... He did have a little smile on his I face. I don't know. You know, like one of those energies. Yeah, it goes and with it was... Wooldog's valley. Like he should have answered it with Wooly's val- like valley girl voice. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> and then just today, Jeff Miller tweeted out, I can confirm that Jackson is out of his walking boot and can run. He literally sprinted from the main part of the locker room today after seeing the media gather nearby much to the delight of teammates Derwin James and Asante Samuel. So there's that. I don't know <laughs> what Ninja is going Tommy, on. Ninja Tommy has had too much influence on this team, and they're all little ninjas now. They are. So, I mean, Dude, I don't know what to believe. It keeps the offensive coordinator for the Raiders off, off kilter. Like, you have to prepare for not only him possibly being there, but... Whatever other zone coverages and all the crazy shit they're going to throw at him if he's not there. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, Belichick does this shit all the time. It's not a surprise to, to see another coach doing it. Mm-hmm. So, but if you guys are betting guys, who are you believing? I don't. 
to see That's coach's hard, smile. I, I was feeling confident he was going to play, <laughs> but to see coach's smile and to say he's not ruled out. He's not ruled out. Mm. <laughs> he, he was not playing very good poker when he did that. So, I'm I'm leaning towards he's probably going to play, especially with the what just came out like 4 hours ago if he's sprinting right. across the thing and everyone happy and smiling like, right. You know, get in practice tomorrow, Friday. It's like the last day of practice. So get it. If he's on there, we'll see. Yeah. What do you think, Kyle? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It, I honestly, how could I possibly know? Anything I say is going to be a complete no. I know, but like, guess. if you were a betting man, if you're like, if right, you got to put five bucks down. What are you thinking? It, he's playing. He's playing because we're so conservative with all of our players. I feel like if there was a like, if it was like, a, oh, this could hurt him long term. Coach Daly would have already come out and said, no, he's not playing. Because he's done that very before true. with some it's of these true. players. He's just so conservative usually that the fact that he hasn't ruled him out yet, I think he's going to play. Makes me think this two to four week thing was probably like a three day thing. And Coach <laughs> just adding some buffer on I'm it. Telling you feel you, me? He was probably just dipping his foot in a vat of Neosporin and <laughs> yeah. Vaseline, just swishing it around in there going like, get it all. Get it all. <laughs> get it all. Um, Drink it in. <laughs> soak it up. <laughs> Who's thirsty? <laughs> <laughs> um, so stupid. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So I, I want to, I want to feel that way too. I think that he is going to play. I don't know why they would be so. I, I don't know if it's just a matter of of smoke and mirrors of trying to be cryptic for the other team to be like, oh, we might play J.C. Jackson. Do you think it might be like a snap count kind of thing? Like he doesn't necessarily play full, like maybe just comes in for a few snaps? It feels like corners the position where you start to get your groove as the game goes. Mm-hmm. It's hard to bounce them in and out. I feel like you're not in rhythm. You're not, you're not ready to like, I don't know. It takes a while to get going. Mm-hmm. That would be hard to put him on a snap count. It's not like a running back where it's easy to just pop him in and out or a pass rusher where you pop him in and out. Mm-hmm. It's pot- potentially, maybe they put him in on the like obvious passing downs only, maybe. Okay. I've never really seen that utilized as a corner, but um, I don't know, just him playing at all. I think right, we're just waiting for that wound to heal. As long as that's healed, he's ready to go. So that's basically, it's yeah, either yeah. healed or it's not healed. And so he's playing or he's not playing is kind of the vibe that they've, they've put out there already. Yeah, because, I mean, there can still... I mean, I, I'm not a doctor, so don't quote me on this, but I would think that if there was some pain, as long as the wound is healed, they can numb the pain. Like, they can take that away. Play, yeah, as long as it's not going to, like, open up and bleed everywhere. Right. Like, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Yeah, you don't want to bust a stitch but, or something like that. But, but these like, guys... I like how we're, we're telling people, well, I'm not a doctor. I mean, it takes a couple of ibuprofen, <laughs> you should be good to go, right? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, if that happened to me, I'd probably be laid up somewhere for a few weeks, not moving. So I would, I would, I would egg that for as much as I could. For sure. Yeah. A lot of movies on the, in the bedroom watching stuff for sure. Well, we will just have to wait and see. Apparently, I mean, Staley said it'll be kind of a game time decision. So we really won't know until probably Sunday morning. When we're throwing it back, JC Jackson. (laughs) That'll actually be kind of cool. Like somebody will see it. And it'll yeah. just be like this. We should do, we didn't do like the rally. stone cold. That you, <laughs> <laughs> Somebody gets to the mountaintop and sets the fire. So everyone yeah. knows. Yeah. Smoke signals. I'm over yeah. at Rivers Lake. I'm doing two kettlebells. <laughs> I'm squatting them both. Like, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, oh, let's, let's move the news down. Uh, the 2022 captains have been announced. One, two, three, four, five, six, eight. seven, eight. Yeah. yeah, it was eight. One, two, three, four, five, six. I only counting seven. Who am I missing? Well, let's Uh-oh. read them off first and we'll find it. Okay. Well, there's Justin Herbert, obviously. Of Corey Lindsley, obviously. Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler, Derwin James, Khalil Mack. First year Sebastian. with the team. That's who it was. I yep. It's uh Sebastian. Joey Bosa and then Sebastian Joseph Day. Again, two guys first years with the team, Khalil Mack and Seabass. Uh already team captains bash makes sense and Khalil Mack obviously must be great with the guys and really making connections and bringing that team leadership that uh, we haven't necessarily seen that from the fans perspective but why should we this is all the stuff that's going on with the players and is this Joey Bosa's first year as a captain I don't know I don't don't think so I think he was last year okay but it was last year might have been his first one got it yeah because he's the gajillion dollar man and he was like the 
he was like that statesman of the defensive line last year. He was the right, vet. right. I so, think he's excited about not having to have that on on his shoulders anymore. I feel like it's gonna turn him loose, dude. I really I feel too. like he's just gonna play like loose yeah. and fun and not be, you know, just go after it. Yeah, he's more freedom for sure. Yeah, yeah. So it obviously all these guys are in their are in their captain, their big C on their on their jersey. Um, As voted on by the team, too. This is not just, exactly. hey, we're paying them the most, so let's make him the captain. This is exactly this is voted on by their teammates. So it's interesting it's awesome that honor. both Khalil and Joey are team captains, your two main edge rushers, both team captains. Yeah. Well, um, hey, we saw tonight in that Bills Rams game, edge rushers are the NFL. Mm-hmm. If you can get pressure with four guys, you can be lethal. Yeah, yeah big time. I, yeah, watching tonight's game, the Bills against the Rams just made me excited to see. Joey Bosa and Clem, yeah. I'm like, God, please, I just want to see this now. Yeah. Yeah. Give it to me now, especially with them playing in SoFi Stadium. It's like, oh man, we're going to be there in just a couple of days. We're going to see these guys fucking killing people. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my, oh my God. God. <laughs> um, all right. They also recently released, finally, it seemed like it took them forever. The yeah, 2022 right, the uniform up. schedule, yeah. It's like they forgot about it. They're like, oh, shit, oh, yeah. yeah. Didn't you do that, Dave? I <laughs> yeah. thought you did it. Oh, oh shit, put it out. <laughs> and so we finally have our uniform schedule. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six weeks in the powder blues. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine weeks. We're in the whites. Uh, one week of the navy blues. One week of the Royal blue, royal blue, <laughs> royal blue. <laughs> but so. it is uh, powder blue for this Raiders game. So just something I've heard a lot of people talk about. If we want to stand out, if you have an option between wearing your powder blue or another color jersey, especially white, yes. wear your powder blue. It's going to make us pop even that much more. And you don't have to. I'm just saying it'll be easier to tell that we're filling the stadium up, stadium up more than the Rams did at their home opener. What's interesting that I'm noticing here, powder blue, all home games, white jerseys, all away games. So the whites are basically our away jersey color. Yeah, though it's pretty it's it's generally the case. It's yeah. generally the case, but not always the case. So I, we have seen them wear the whites with yellow pants at home and stuff like that. But this is very definitively powder blues for the home, whites for the road. I feel like we need some kind of a pant schedule. Like... Right, we it have is interesting that they didn't we give the pants options. variation. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I mean, pants remain to be seen. <laughs> Maybe nice that's a game time decision. Game <laughs> Pantsless. Um, yeah, man, I wish they'd do at least one more game with the Navies and the Royals. Like, just to mix it up a little bit more. Because the Navies especially, those are like the old school yeah, Charger but every colors. Time, every time you add a, a different colored home jersey, you lose a powder blue week. Yeah, I guess I like true. that powder blue is still my color. That makes sense. That makes I'd sense. rather have more powder blue than whites. It's it's fun to I do agree. It's fun to have those mix ups, but the powder blues are just so good that you can't take too many away. You know what is interesting too is we saw a lot of teams come out with alternate helmets. Yeah, and the Chargers seem to they have not, not taken advantage of that. Yeah, because our why. helmets are awesome. Our helmets are already sick. Yeah, they are pretty sick. But I'm I mean I'm just saying, even if they just did like a a blue face mask or something like switch up the face mask for something for a week or do the cool. a navy helmet or a royal blue helmet but or hey powder blue helmet. based something. on how this was released we'll probably hear about it three or four yeah. days before that <laughs> right yeah. the day so, before they're like oh guess it what it could happen yeah dave dropped the ball again we forgot to tell you guys <laughs> damn <laughs> it <Sorry>. dave. <laughs> um all right and guess what sofi makes some changes for the raiders game alcohol sales again will stop at halftime Against the Raiders. I guess typically they stop the alcohol sales at third quarter. Yeah. Yeah. But when the Raiders come to town, we're calling call. it a halftime. Yeah, I think that's a good kind decision. of a smart call. Yeah. They're already going to be three sheets when they walk in. They'll be, well, they'll mean, be down we'll by probably they'll be three be... sheets when we walk yeah, in. Yeah, <laughs> they're gonna be they're gonna be pretty bummed. There's a difference between three sheets happy, three sheets sad. Three yeah, three true. sheets sad when you're wearing a black jersey. That's really sad. Right, a lot kinda, of yeah. paint on. You're not able to energy. really perspire yeah. properly because yeah. your pores yeah. are clogged. Yeah. 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 You're down by three or four touchdowns, and then there's no alcohol being served. You're gonna, they're going to leave. They're going to go get yeah, some of that sleep. Yeah. The yeah it'll be good. We'll go. have the stadium to ourselves. There you go. Uh-huh. Yeah. See you later, alligator. Um, all right. Well, if 
you know, you could see yourself <laughs> over to our chargechat.com <laughs> website where you can check out. We didn't out. help you at all. Nope, no, that's yeah, all right. Sorry. Back we to business as usual. <laughs> uh, <laughs> where you can check out all the great stuff we have over there. T-shirts, hoodies, and stickers. You can chat it up with other Charger Chatteteers in our member section and ask questions and ask Bolt Fam. So go check it out, chargechat.com. Um, all right. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, gang. Well, it's time for the next segment. Big name, Sean Lights Out Merriman, sitting down with Kevin Duggan. What did they talk about? Well, let's find out. Only time will tell. As soon as that clock starts, your ass is mine. When I met Justin Herbert, man, that dude is big as hell. You know, the goal is to just keep it rolling. Well, come in hype because we have a lot of things to be excited about. All right, guys, we are back with another Bolt Insight. And oh, my God, are we lucky to have the one and only Sean Lights Out Merriman. What's going on, Sean? What's up, my man? How are you? I'm super, super good. Even better now. Um, Could not think of a better week to bring you on. It's Raider week. We, you know, you've you've been at odds with Raiders for so long. You know, what does this week mean to you? Uh, You know what? Um, So I didn't know much about the the rivalry, right? Uh, When I got to the Chargers in 2005, but Quickly, what I learned from Marty Schottenheimer was this is this is a little different. And I didn't understand it at the time, right? I, I didn't understand how fast practice got and how physical practice got. Just the whole tempo was turned up until I walked in their stadium and seen their fans. Like when I saw that, I, I knew instantly like there was there was something there that was different than playing anybody else. So this week is, I mean, you know, you like to go out and approach every week the same, but let's be honest, when you got a divisional um, opponent like this with that type of fan base and this much, you know, animosity between the two, it's it's different. Yeah, it's it's crazy. And then, you know, w- one of my favorite things, like a pastime of mine, is following your your Twitter right around this week. And the body slams you're you're laying on some of these Raider fans. So what is that like when like all of a sudden out of nowhere these these people crawl out of their dungeons to come talk some trash? Well, you know what, it, I I couldn't wait because of how last year ended, right? Yeah. I mean, we, I had to hear it during the whole off season. Uh, I even had a guy one time at one point follow me out the stadium as I'm going to you know going to my car, you know, just kind of egging egging it on. But it, look, if you can't get excited for this week. As a fan, like you need to go check your 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 temperature, blood pressure, and like if you're human, because this is this is what football is made of. And you got, you know, on paper at least, you got two really good teams, um, and a divisional uh, you know, or division rival. And the way that the last year ended up, there there's more to this game than anything. I mean, there, there's a lot of bad taste in people's mouths from how the last year fin- finished up with these guys. Yeah, it's it's funny too how a lot of these fans for the Raiders they celebrate a timeout more than anything. It's like, come on, guys, let's go. We, we're gonna we're gonna turn it up this week. And we'll see what happens. And it's interesting too because this is the first time the Chargers have ever started off a season playing at home against the Raiders, which is crazy since like 1960. So like, what do you think that adds anything to this kind of how the season kicks off? Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, because I was there at that away game. And mind you, one of my one of my best, if when people ask me about my career and they ask, you know, what what is the best time I remember? It was the 06 game I had against the Monday night football. Yeah. First game of the year. And uh and playing there was a riot, right? Just playing there in Oakland was a riot. But I think now, because there there's a huge uh growing fan base with the Chargers right now. I mean, I was at practice a few times. 
OTAs. Then I was at training camp. There's a different feel with this team. It really is. Not just because of the superstars. I, I saw Derwin James talking today. It's just about their camaraderie and how everybody loves to play football. There's a different feel with this with this team and organization this year. Yeah, that's it's exciting. We're all like cannot wait to get to Sunday. Um, and then one other thing we love is the you know your viral videos, the sign them ups. Like it is my favorite thing on the internet. So what, what, where, do you, where do you find these videos? Where do you find this stuff? You know, it's, it's funny because the videos find me. <laughs> okay. Um, and so I started to sign them up, obviously being in the fight promotion business, being around the fight game. Uh, I would have a lot of fighters, both men and women, reach out or they'll see me at a gym training, wherever gym in the country I'm at. I'm, I normally go to an MMA gym somewhere. Either I'm looking at talent or training a little bit myself, getting some work in. And people will come up to me, fighters say, hey, man, come check me out. And I say, OK, cool. Send me, you know, send me your stuff. I'll send it to my matchmaker or whatnot. And some of these guys can can go there they can fight they've had you know a good amateur career but some of them couldn't right and i mean yeah. i've i've gotten videos sent to me of people getting knocked out and i was like you know why would you why the hell would you send me this right? like, <laughs> i can't sign you up but you know and so that became a kind of a running joke with me with with some of these fighters who couldn't fight it was like a sign them up or don't sign them up and that's how i kind of created that whole thing no it's amazing and now Charger fans are kind of taking it on their own for tailgating. So apparently the Dire Bolt Club and some of these other guys are talking, sign them up means you're you're hitting a beer bong pretty quick. Yeah, I, I've reposted a couple of them before and uh, it's it's kind of spiraled on its, on its own. <laughs> yeah. But it, it, it goes in so many different ways across the board. Uh, when I saw the guy ripping a, r- ripping a beer bong, um, I thought it was, I thought it was pretty cool, man, for the sign them up. Well, we'll save you one on Sunday if you can make it down. We'll be ready for you. Um, so, you know, tell us a little bit about, you know, you got to go out and coach during training camp, which was really yeah. awesome to see, like, as a Charger fan, as long as I have, to see our guys with you on the same field. Like, something really cool about some of those images we saw. What was that experience like for you? Well, um, you Coach Giff had me to come out. Obviously, I played for uh, Giff in Buffalo. Then I, you know, stayed really close with him over these last couple of years. And he act, he's been asking me to come out for a couple of years now. And I, I just thought this was the year to do it. Um, obviously, you, you're not going to be able to coach too much with Joey Bosa and, and, and Khalil Mack, right? These guys are all pros. They're going to go down as, as some of the best outside linebacker and defensive ends of all time. Uh, it was more for the younger guys to get them going, right? They were doing a lot of one-on-one drills, pass rush and run blocking, things like that. So you're helping those guys out because they had a potential. Like Chris Rumpf, man, I, I think that he has a, a chance to really be a really, really good player in the league. And it's a couple of things you work with him to fine tune of what he already has, right? Uh, he's already, you know, has range. He already has athleticism and speed, you know, getting him to play the run a little bit better. So for, for me, um, it's kind of in me to do it. I, I, I can never see myself actually coaching because I know the dedication and the hours is spent doing that. Mm. It's not one of these things you go and do for a little bit and you go home. Like it's it's a lifestyle. It's what you do, and so that's why I couldn't see myself coaching. But anytime that I told them over the last couple of years that they wanted me to come out, I'm near. That's it's in my blood to be around those guys and to coach. Yeah, that's a, it was amazing to see. And you know, you were on the field. You got to experience all that. Like now that we're really close to this first game, what are your impressions of the defense? Our brand new defense we have this year. Well. You know what I like about them? Obviously, having the, the, the talent and the names, you can look across the board and see what they're capable of doing name-wise. But the the camaraderie they have, how cohesive they are, communicating on the field, like these these guys really enjoy being around each other. Like they really, like it's not one of these things where, um, you know, you got a star player here, a star player there, and you got guys too afraid to get on each Like, no, there's a... There's an open competition and in, in the communication going on that I haven't seen in, any, in one of these past teams. So it's going to be interesting to see because on paper, everybody knows what they can do. So they got to be ready week by week for somebody looking and coming and upsetting them. Uh, if you look at it, they should win 13 games. But are they are they going to you know be able to stand up week by week? Health, obviously, is going to play a, a little bit of a factor during the season, which it does for everybody. But can they hold up to, you know, being guys on paper that everybody's going to want to go against? 
Yeah, absolutely. And then speaking of health, you know, there's some news recently of JC Jackson kind of, he just had like a pretty serious thing happen. You know, you've had some, you know, surgeries and that kind of thing to expect him to kind of come back pretty quickly. Coach kind of had like a devilish smile when he was asked about him today. Like he's boots off, he's moving. What do you think that that could look like, you know, him returning? Well, for one, uh, you know, JC Jackson's a Terp, man. Merlin Terp, always, always love my guys. Um, one thing I can, sh- one thing I would say, and I don't, I'm not a doctor. I don't know exa- exactly what happened with his injury, but it's best to have a JC Jackson for the whole year, not on and off, on and off. Because one thing, especially when you're talking about the foot and the reason why he's walking around in the boot, you're trying to eliminate pressure on that thing as much as possible, as long as you can, until you absolutely have to. But you go out there and play. You're not 100. percent Not only could you re-injure it, but you can re-injure something else because you're compensating. Um, I experienced a lot of that in my career, and t- towards the end of my career. But I mean, they they have enough guys now to go out there and compete. Um, I was, you know, if he doesn't play, I was looking forward to for, I was looking forward to him going against Devontae Adams. I was I wanted to see that matchup. Yeah. It was almost for me a game within a game watching those two. Um, but if he doesn't. They they got a lot of games to play. Uh, you rather have a healthy JC Jackson for the whole year and figure out ways to go out and, and pull a win out this week and then, you know, have a star like him ready for the for the rest of the games. Absolutely. And then, you know, the home game, the fan bases, we feel it every day on Twitter and interacting with people. It feels very different. Like there's a lot of excitement, a lot more fans coming in. You know, what was your kind of experience like at training camp, seeing the kind of the the love and the energy and how it compares to previous years? Well, for one, um, you know, they, they got a young squad that's going to be be good for a really long time. And that all starts with Justin Herbert. Um, and let's take away the talent and his physical stature and all the things he's capable of doing physically. Um, he's a guy that, this, that has a humble presence about him that you really respect, uh, that, you, that you can, you know, kind of get behind and feel good as you're going into that week, that game with the best shots you have to win because Justin Herbert's throwing the football. Uh, and so when you have that as a centerpiece, it's a lot easier to go and get this, you know, fan base. You bring in J.C. Jackson, you bring in Khalil Mack, um, Kenneth Murray, which nobody's really talking about, is starting, you know, getting healthy again. So just the team that they have in general makes all fans excited. And like I said, if you if you can't get excited for this week and this team that, that they have, it's you know you're you're watching the wrong sport. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then want to ask you, you know, you you're doing some really cool stuff, the family first life. Um, I know a lot of the you know fans that listen to us, you know, want to know what what's going on with you and f- support you and follow you with whatever you're doing. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, I have a uh, life insurance agency. I partner with uh, Family First Life, um, and I really got into it during the pandemic when everything shut down and um, I, I saw a need of, of people who really needed life insurance didn't have it. I mean, we were, we were broke growing up. So having life insurance wasn't even a conversation of having, but it's a very necessary uh, conversation. So uh, right now, currently I have 207 agents in the life lighting uh, lights out agency across the country. And, you know, hopefully by the, by this time next year, I'll get it to around a thousand or so, but just really, uh, you know, protecting families, man, getting more people involved, um, building some six-figure earners. We're definitely hiring for anybody out there. Lightsoutagency.com. Check us out. And uh, we'll love to work with you. Awesome. Well, maybe Derek Carr might need to reach out to you guys before this game. Make sure to play it safe. You know what I mean? Yeah, we ain't giving them policy, man. We, uh, <laughs> you know, we want. <laughs> I love it. Um, all right, cool. Well, let's get you out of here on this. We can't tell you how much we appreciate your time. Score prediction. What do you think this game's going to be? You know, I think I think the charge is going to pull it off and and win. You know, by seven plus. Um, I, I just, you know, the, the stadium's going to be rocking. Uh, obviously, J.C. Jackson playing a little bit or not is going to be a big deal because now you got the probably the best wide receiver in the NFL and in, in, um Devontae Adams. Uh, that you got to go out there and make game planning for, but we'll see. But I, I definitely think it's going to be a seven plus victory for the Chargers. Awesome, man. Well, I can't wait to go. We're going to be there in person and we're so excited. Thank you so much, Sean. We really appreciate your time, man. And uh, yeah, hopefully we'll talk to you in the future. You got it, my man. Thanks for having me. Thanks, brother. I mean, come on, guys. Sean freaking Merriman on here. (laughs) Reminding you all that this is the week to get excited. If there was any week to be excited about Chargers football, it's this week right now, folks. Okay. Him saying that makes me feel good. 
But it also, it, I'm getting frustrated by all of our press conferences with our coach and our players and everyone just kind of saying that it's another week. No one is coming out and saying, no, this means more. It's Raider week. And it, it kind of pisses me off because Marty Schottenheimer very clearly mm-hmm. made it different. Practices right. were different. He talked about it different. And the players Im- instantly picked up, even Sean Merriman, who had no idea what the rivalry was, walks into it and knows right away from his head coach, no, we need to win this week. This mm-hmm. is bigger than every other week. Why, 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 why does every coach and player now have to say, you know, it's just another week. We're going to go out and do our job. I'm always trying to to win. It's okay. Just let this week be more. Please play harder <laughs> this week. Like, I want you to play harder. Uh, I mean, it is. It's a world of now, like, even Brandon Staley in the press conference is going, is saying, like, Derek Carr is an elite quarterback. Like, no, come on now. It's just you BS. That. Like, no, no, no. And it, no, it, as no, a fan, no. I'm like, I don't want to hear this. I want no. I want you to say, I don't want you to say, you know, yeah, that week 18 loss, that was heartbreaking, but we're a whole new team. I don't want to hear that. Mm-hmm. I want you to, I want to hear you say, I'm pissed off we're that we lost to them kneecaps. in week 18. <laughs> yeah, you want to go We're coming for blood. That's what I want to hear. Yeah. Because that's how shit, I feel. Blood. We got all of it. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. Those new players. I'm still the same fan that I went to bed crying six months ago. I know it was a long time ago. There's different players. Your fan base expects you to play harder against the Raiders. Absolutely. I, I, I don't care if Seahawks week comes around and you give us the spiel of it's another week. Yeah, it's another week. Raider week is not another week. It's just bottom line. You play harder. Yeah. If anyone's listening to this that plays on the Chargers, you need to play no harder. Way. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> listen to, but, listen but, to coach. But listen, listen. So Marty Schottenheimer made it, made it a point, right? That we are, this is Raider week. Yes. In his stint with the Kansas City Chiefs, he was 18 and three against the Raiders. And then in his stint with San Diego, he was eight and two. He He hated the Raiders. And he won because he hated them. He had 27 wins in 34 games. That's against the Raiders. That's the most victories by an opposing coach because he cared more. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm sorry. I know it's a business. I know you sign players and cut players, but this is a game. You Mm -hmm. need to be emotionally charged in some of these games to go out and play better. Just bottom line, like, it, this is not a normal week. Stop acting like it is. No, it's it's very clearly not. And I'm sure the conversations had behind the scenes. We've seen Staley get pretty fired up. This is a division rivalry. You know, you could say the same about Broncos and the Chiefs. And obviously the Raiders it, hit differently. The Raiders are a you, different breed you, of yeah. you see of it hate. with the Packers, <laughs> Packers and the Bears. What did Aaron Rodgers say when he scored a touchdown? I own you. Right. Exactly. He, he said that to all of Soldier Field last year. Right. Like that's what I want to see so badly. I just want them to like acknowledge what we're feeling is not crazy. Like I'm not a crazy grown man for the way that I'm feeling, but this is actually Raider versus Raider week. I right? think it'll be something where it's a little more of that Khalil Mack. Like, I'll show you. I'll yeah, show you. Yeah. Show with actions, not yeah. so much with words. Like, let's, you know, come come it. out and well, okay. dominate. You no, know for I mean? sure. I, I, I get what you're saying, Kyle, and I'm with you. Yeah. It There is that element of, like, a ferocity of just, like, I hate my yeah. division rival. I am going <laughs> to squish them and drive them into the dirt. So I'm going to make them eat dirt. Um, at the very least, though, the one thing that I will say, uh, the social media team putting out the promotional uh, piece that was for the for the Raiders week that you had three Charger players. You had yeah. Keenan Allen, Justin Herbert, and right in the middle was Khalil Mack. And anybody that got a nice close look at the visor of Khalil Mack. Could Give me see- an F. Give me a T. <laughs> Give me an R. What's that spell? The Raiders is what it spells, <laughs> or family trust respect, depending. Family on trust respect. When uh, I don't know, but <laughs> what time t- of day? So I, I'm just sitting here trying to figure out how to be okay with it, and I am. It's fine, but imagine our fan base, the crazies that we are with the Raiders, like we hate them so much. Mm-hmm. Imagine if Coach Daly came out and said, "No, this means more. We're coming for their head." You know, mm-hmm. like imagine how insane that our fan base would be going on Kyle would be getting in fights it, in the stands I mean it's it's honestly like <laughs> it, 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 <laughs> it's all it'll take I, like I he, as much as he's the leader of the team he's like the leader of our fan base too coach Absolutely. Staley is the guy so like come on give us fire us up a little bit don't give me the 
the cookie cutter answer that you talk about tennis the next question you know what i mean <laughs> just like give us something here this is more um part of me wants to say then maybe it's the beat writers they're not asking the right questions they're not asking yeah. the the bear poking questions of like yeah. you hate the readers don't you you hate them <laughs> don't, don't you, you? Yeah. say it yeah <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm with you, Kyle. I, I think uh, that kind of ferocity that the fans like you so desperately crave uh, is is a bit of a missing element, at least with, with the Chargers as it stands right now. It's a big week, though. Um, I'm looking forward to, to seeing I'm looking forward to seeing the Khalil Mack side of it, of letting the action speak as opposed to yeah. the words. Um, because these are all new guys and it's uh, the one thing that I love that Sean Merriman talked about was like these guys like each other. Like these yeah. aren't just guys yeah, showing cool. up to do a job and being like, yeah, these are my coworkers. We're going to go do a job. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, these guys actually really like hanging out with each other. They have built that camaraderie. There's no like, oh, well, I'm better than you or anything like that. Like yeah. they, they're, they're all there to like pick each other up to make each other better. And I really like that aspect. And that Sean is even Sean is able to recognize that. Yeah. So, uh, Mr. Merriman, thank you. Thank so you, much. Dude. Yeah, that's that was awesome. amazing for coming on and chatting with Kev. That was uh, again. He's he's part of the the twofer now, the twofer club. Yeah, yeah. Uh, was, we, we had him back it. in 2020. So Sean Merriman and Austin Eckler are part of the two club. Hannock's probably got the lead though. He's like, yeah, three, like four, three, five, three, four, something yeah. like that. We've had him on quite a bit. Um, let's get you in that club, Sean. You're more yeah, than welcome. I'm dude. pretty sure. I have a feeling we'll get him back sometime this year. Yeah, maybe next Raider week. That'll Ooh, be good. There you go. That would, be, that would be fantastic. Yeah, standing invitation on Raider Week. <laughs> um, all right, well, let's move it on to the next segment, folks. You know him, you love him. It's the Craig Experience. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on in, man. Kick your feet up. The oh. Craig Experience. Hello there. Make yourself at home. Got some stuff to talk about, right? Moving on. Yeah, I know. I missed you too. It's super weird when you're gone for that long. It's like I don't know what to do with myself. Uh-huh. Don't worry about it. My wife's totally cool with it. Um, you know, she likes to hang out from time to time too, so, you know, it's all good. So I'll see you Sunday then? Say uh three o'clock ish. No doubt. All right, catch you then. Later on. Oh, what up, man? Sorry, just talking to my homie of uh, the regular season. Because it is bike. Football season is in high gear. And we have Chargers football, live action Chargers football with our new 2022 squad. And yeah, it's been a minute. Slow, slow, painful offseason, but we're now finally here, good people. And uh, let's talk about a few things that I'm looking forward to that I'll be keeping my eyes on for this game and, uh, you know, how I do it. So, ah, my manners. Forgive me. CC gang. The biggest of salutes and to the rest of the boat fam. What is good? Shagai. Craig in Texas, amped up, ready to roll with a regular season edition of the Craig Experience. Go time. All right, let's jump right into this thing with uh, some Brandon Staley talk because that presser on Wednesday was hilarious to me. I don't know about y'all, but Buddy is either exhibiting supreme gamesmanship or has the worst poker face of all time. We saw those reports come out on Twitter from, you know, people with sources within the team stating that it's pretty certain that J.C. Jackson would not be playing in week one. And honestly, I don't think he will be. Uh, I don't necessarily feel like he needs to. The Chargers should be able to take care of business without him. Would it make things a little bit more manageable? For sure. Uh, kind of alters your defense a little bit. Uh, you may have to deploy guys in a way that you didn't necessarily want to a few weeks ago before this became a thing. Whatever the original plan was, probably throws a little bit of mon monkey wrench in it. More than likely, you were going to run more man-to-man. -man. I don't know if that's going to be the case now since you're not going to have JC to uh, put on Devontae primarily. But we'll see how it goes. 
Either way, the Chargers should still be able to walk away from this with the W. So there it is. I pretty much already told you what my prediction for the game is. I haven't given you a score yet, though. We'll get to that. But anyway, it was still hilarious to me because you saw the little smirk on a BSB's face. And that could go one of two ways. Also, the reporter that asked him the question is also the same lady who badgered him pretty much the entirety of training camp about Derwin James. So it could have just been a smirk because he knew what she was going to ask. Whatever. Anyway, I laughed at it. So moving on. Uh, You know what I'm curious about? And I'm not even really going to say curious. I don't think that's going to be a, a fair uh, term to use for this because I'm pretty sure I know how it was going to happen. But the RB3 situation going into this week. I want Isaiah Spiller to play, but chances are he'll be a healthy scratch. And all of that is because of the injury that he suffered in that uh, preseason game against Dallas. Definitely set him back. Uh, we all know that, you know, people have been raving about uh, Joshua Kelly this offseason, how he showed up from a physical standpoint. And he had some bigger plays than Spiller did during uh, the preseason, which matters. But I still see the same back when I look at Joshua Kelly from a skill set standpoint. And I just believe that Isaiah Spiller has more to offer. It's unfortunate that he wasn't able to exhibit or put uh, a lot of those skills on display the way that we would like to have seen. But I feel like we saw enough. He's more of a natural runner, definitely a better receiver out of the backfield. Uh, so if I had to take a shot in the dark, uh, my boy Spiller is going to be a healthy scratch uh, this week. So that leaves you with Austin Eckler. And um, also, Sony Michelle is your RB2 with Joshua Kelly is like to be. However, you want to phrase that up, doesn't really matter. Uh, Kelly's probably not, I'm sorry, uh, Spiller's probably not going to be playing this weekend, but yeah, there's time. Give the kid an uh, opportunity to develop, and uh, as the season wears on, probably going to overtake Kelly for snaps. That's just my personal opinion, but who knows? We'll see. Uh, lastly, I am super excited to watch the K&J Sack Factory go to work. It's going to be a long day for Derek Carr. Derry, I hope you got your Depends ready, buddy. You're going to be soggy coming to the end of this one. Uh, poor guy. The biggest thing for me from a defensive standpoint for the Chargers is getting the Raiders behind on down and distance so you can unleash the hounds. What they want to do and I mean, this was even prior to the new coaching regime taking over is they want to be able to pound the rock. Now, if your defensive front is as improved as you believe it is, that won't be an option. And also the Raiders offensive line boasts a bunch of dudes I've never even heard of before. Some cats playing tackle last name, Cotton Jr. Senior. I don't know. I, mean, I hope that's not an indication of his play on the field, but not my problem. Uh, what I do know is that if you can stop the run and force them into passing downs, what they'll probably want to do initially is to run a bunch of quick games, some three-step drop stuff. And if they do, Chargers have to be ready to rally to the ball because Devontae Adams can make it happen after the catch. And Hunter Renfro is pretty slippery as well. So they're going to want to get out, throw a bunch of short stuff and let guys create after the catch. And so they have to be ready to rally, especially at the second level, which I'm a little concerned about, but yeah and tackle man tackling is going to be huge so the fundamentals are key uh you got to get them into uh longer down distances to force more five and seven step drops so that joey and khalil can go to work and at that point ooh we that's when you get to see this defense in its full splendor as far as uh pass rushers are concerned and then secondary maybe gets their hands on a few balls derwin's gonna be super active so can't wait to watch that and uh, interested to see what the matchups are going to be now if JC doesn't play, um, how they're going to handle the tight end position. Probably not, like I said before, going to play a bunch of man-to-man -man coverage when it comes to Adams. They may bracket him. Whatever you got to do to slow that dude down, he's going to get his some way in some way, shape, or form. Just can't let him blow the game up. But Darren Waller, uh, if he starts going off, I could really see them you know, taking Derwin and just attaching him to his hip for the remainder of the game. I really hope that doesn't happen. I hope they can contain that so they can use Derwin within the box the way that we all want to see him be like Tasmanian Devil, Weapon X, Apex Predator he is. So 
Uh, that's basically it for me, man. I am hyped for this game. Uh, those of you that are going to be in attendance, I know my guys, the chat are going to be there. For us, y'all, enjoy. First game back in SoFi. Uh, and get ready. Get pumped up for a season that's going to be full of highs and uh, a team that has every chance to make a serious run into the postseason and has a shot at a Lombardi. Don't get caught up in all the national media hype. You have some people who are heavy on the bandwagon now and some people who are doubting us. Just stay as even kill as possible. Be excited, but also do your best to be realistic. Uh, we got to get through the big boys in division uh, that starts next week versus KC. Um, I really don't see you know, the Raiders as much uh competition y'all know it's really more about ftr stuff as opposed to what i think about them as a real football team because i mean they're not horrible but i don't think they'll be i don't think they'll be as on point as what they appeared at times last season i think they have some real issues so let's get through this one short week to casey next week and we'll talk about that when the time rolls around but until then it's been your boy mr T-O-P underscore F-L-Y-T-3 on Twitter. Mr. Bullganger, do not bang. And yeah, uh, catch me on YouTube at the Flight Deck Charger to the Game. I'll have a reaction video post-game. So I'll see y'all then. But until the next one, y'all take it easy, be good, stay bolted up, and uh, okay. Love you, bye. Oh yeah, my bad. Score. Chargers 31, Raiders 20. FTR. There you go, folks. Another Craig experience, another great insight into some of the players, some of the things to be excited about for this game. Um, I'm I'm surprised about the the mark on Isaiah Spiller. That you know, that's one thing we didn't really talk about. We talked about JC Jackson. We didn't talk about the other guys on the injury report. We have Donald Parham, uh, who was not practicing as well, still dealing with a hamstring injury. I think he's doing more one-on-one practices. Um, but Isaiah Spiller is getting full practices and he's looking pretty positive to potentially play on Sunday. So, um, I, th- I think our running back room is going to be pretty full. I think we're going to be going in there ready f- to get all guys. Do you think everybody might dress up or I don't know? What do you think? I think they're going to dress three. It's yeah. kind of like the quarterback room. That's what we did most of last year. One guy was scratched every week, quarterback and running back. Right. Um, kind of like Craig said, I think it sounds like Isaiah is the odd man out for now. Uh, that injury kind of hurt his his ability to overtake Josh Kelly in the preseason. Hmm. Um, so yeah, I think I think he'll be he'll be in street clothes with our boy Easton Stick for week one. Okay, and, and easing him in is not a bad thing. Like let's no sure absolutely. rookie. You don't want to put too much on a rookie's shoulders to start. So give him a little time. I mean, just great to see that he's getting full practices in. You know, yeah, we were kind huge. of concerned when we saw in that preseason game that he started hobbling around. It was like, oh shit, why? Yeah, but he's getting full practices in. He's shaping up to be pretty good. Um, and yeah, look, looking at the you know the cornerback situation as far as containing Devonte Adams and uh, Waller. Yeah, it would be great if we if these guys can step up, especially if J.C. Jackson can't play. Um, we're still holding out hope. Our fingers are still crossed, uh, but we'll find out come game time who who's going to be hitting the field there. But uh, Craig. As always, thank you for giving us an awesome Craig experience. I love seeing all the different graphics and stuff that you throw in there, man. It really does make it a fun experience for all of us. Um, And you're really putting in the time. So thank you for doing that. Uh, Let's move it on now to the next segment. It is the Bold Beat. What are we betting on today? Let's find (laughs) out. (laughs) Welcome back to another edition of the Bold Beat. I'm Jason Reed, acting site expert over at BoltBeat.com, affiliate website with the Charger Chat Podcast. It's it's a beautiful week. I don't even know how to start. I'm like stumbling here. Charger football, days away. I'm excited. Now, I got the Phillip Rivers jersey on. Phillip Rivers even on the team anymore. Why am I wearing a Rivers color rush jersey? We don't even wear these color rushes technically anymore. Well, that's because this Sunday actually marks a pretty big anniversary. It's an anniversary I wanted the Chargers to take advantage of, but unfortunately, it doesn't look like they're doing that. This Sunday... September 11th, you know, for football marks 16 years to the date that Philip Rivers made his first start with the then San Diego Chargers. His opponent that day, the Oakland Raiders. 16 years to the day, the Chargers play the same team 
as their first game that Philip Rivers ever started. Look, I think this was the perfect opportunity for Philip Rivers to get his number retired, do some sort of ceremony, kick off the 2022 season in style, but they're not doing it. And I understand why. I mean, Charger fans obviously show up to every single game. This is the one game where there is still a lot of Raider fans in LA where it is more split. I guess that might be the logic. Maybe Rivers still wants to come out of retirement. I don't know. I wanted to see that. We're not going to see it. It is what it is. But I got the Philip Rivers jersey on today to honor that. And then when Sunday rolls around, you know, I'll get my white Herbert on, baby. Um, look, I'm excited. We have the JC Jackson, you know, ever-changing news. We Is he not playing? Is he playing? It looks like he might be playing. Brandon Staley smirking, you know, when he's talking about his injury status. Got to feel good about that. Um, just top to bottom, not dealing with a lot of big injuries, especially if Jackson plays. Isaiah Spiller probably misses the game, but they can manage that. Um, you know, I know we got some tight end injuries and whatnot, but nothing that is like overwhelming. And that's just a great start, you know, to come up against the Raiders who look, we all want to just destroy them. We want the chargers to beat them by four touchdowns. Um, so I'm excited. I'm, I'm very excited. I'm, I'm excited to sit down 10 AM Pacific time, sip on my coffee, watch the red zone. And then charger game rolls around one Oh five and it's time to time to go to work, baby. Um, as promised, you know, throughout the season, we're going to do betting lines, betting predictions for all the Chargers games. I have four picks for you this week, four picks that I may or may not be putting my own money on, you know, advice, whether or not you should put your money on. I mean, that's up to you, but I think these are four winners, you know, that if you want to make a little bit money on top of the Chargers winning this game, I think these are the four picks you should make. First and foremost, the most simple of them all, I'm going Chargers minus three and a half. The spread has been three and a half for some time now. Maybe it will go down to minus three if JC Jackson doesn't play. I don't think it really matters. That extra half a point does matter in the betting scheme. If the Chargers win by three, in theory, you lose the bet at three and a half. I don't think it'll matter because I think the Chargers are going to win by more than three, plenty more than three. Look, the Raiders have a bad defense. Yes, they have you know great offensive weapons, but there's obviously a quarterback difference there between Justin Herbert and Derek Carr. You know, even though Brandon Staley says Derek Carr is an elite quarterback, I think we can all agree he's probably not an elite quarterback. My dog Maurice is at my toes. Hopefully he doesn't hit my tripod. Um, I just think, you know, the Charger, the Raiders defense isn't going to be able to stop the Chargers at all. And the new refound Chargers off defense is going to limit the Raiders offense. I don't think the Raiders are going to get shut out. I don't think they're going to score seven points, but I think we're looking at a Chargers offense that could score 30 plus against this bad Raiders defense. And we're looking at a you know, Raiders offense that I don't think could do the same against this Chargers offense, especially a defense, especially with a bad offensive line. So I'm taking that. And on top of that, you know, mentioning the offensive line, mentioning the refound defensive line on the for the Chargers, I'm taking Josh Jacobs under 49 and a half rushing yards, minus 114 odds. His line is pretty much set at will he hit 50? Will he not hit 50? A lot of people are going to, a lot of, you know, marks, uh, sharks, I should say, um, are going to go the over on this because the Chargers were such a bad rushing run defense team last year because, you know, they expect to continue. They're not keeping up with the Chargers changes. Look, this is a refound defensive line. And I think it's going to become obvious pretty quickly that they're not going to be able to just pound the rock with Josh Jacobs like they did in week 18. Um, I also think the Chargers are going to jump out to an early lead in this and they're going to be putting the pressure on the Raiders throughout. This isn't going to be a case where, you know, hopefully the Chargers don't make the same mistakes they made in week 18. The Raiders get out to a lead and then they can kind of just run the ball and protect the lead. Um, I don't think that's going to happen in this one. If anything, it's going to be the other way around. So I think the Raiders are going to have to throw the ball a lot. And the times they do run it, I think the Chargers are going to shut them down. I think we're looking at like a a 12 carries for like 40 yards out of Josh Jacobs in this game. Um, and that's comfortably under the 49 and a half rushing yards. Um, next one, I have a chargers prop that I really like, you know, there's some things there's Austin Eckler rushing yards, you know, uh, touchdown scores, all this stuff. It's a little hard because the chargers have so many weapons. It's kind of hard to predict who's going to go off on a certain day. But that being said, the one bet I do like Mike Williams over 59 and a half receiving yards, Look, Mike Williams shows up in big games. He always does. He did last year. And I think that's going to be the case again this game. He was great against the Raiders last year. And I don't see how they're going to slow him down. I think there's going to be a lot of emphasis on Keenan Allen, um, you know, uh, on that side. And I think, you know, yeah, Keenan Allen kind of runs the more underneath stuff. But Mike Williams runs a lot of those quick slants and kind of quick outs and stuff of that nature. I think with the pressure coming off the right side, we're going to see the ball going Allen's uh, going Mike Williams way a lot. And I think he's going to be the biggest um you know, weapon for Justin Herbert in this first game, maybe not for the whole season, but I think we're going to see another, you know, seven catches for 90 yards and a touchdown out of Mike Williams. So that's why I'm going over 59 and a half Keenan Allen's line. I don't remember off the top of my head, excuse me, but it's somewhere in like the seventies. I feel more comfortable taking the lower line with Mike Williams, considering how I feel about the week one performance and how I, you know, I think the two could fit finish similar with similar receiving yards. So it's obviously smarter money to take the lower total. So I'm going Mike Williams to have pretty much 60 or more. That's minus 114 odds. 
And finally, I do have a Raiders prop going over. I know, boo, I'm picking a Raiders player to go over. But you're actually going to like the reason why I think this is going to go over. I have Derek Carr over four and a half rushing yards. Not rece- not passing yards, not touchdowns, rushing yards. So the, there's lo- the logic here is this. Chargers are going to get a lot of pressure on Derek Carr. And we know he kind of caves under pressure at times. Joey Bosa is going to be barreling in. Khalil Mack is going to be barreling in. I think the inside is going to be better than it was. And I think we're going to see a lot of plays where Derek Carr rolls out and, you know, is looking for someone downfield. Some of those times he's going to hit him. And some of the times he's going to take those two to three yards, you know, down the sideline, run out of bounds. I think we're going to see a game last year, Derek Carr in week 18, or sorry, not week 18, but the first matchup at SoFi Stadium, he had six rushing yards. I think we're going to see something similar. We're going to see two to three carries for seven to eight yards. Just him getting away from Bosa, getting away from Mac, running for his life, picking up two to three yards. I don't think Derek Carr is going to have some crazy, you know, 50 rushing yard game like Justin Herbert did last year against the Steelers. I just think he's going to be running for his life and he's going to pick up those yards. Last year, he had over 100 rushing yards. So I think this is a good prop on the Raiders side of things. That's also kind of betting on the Chargers because you expect the Chargers, you know, to stop Josh Jacobs, get pressure on Carr. He's running for his life. He'll have to pick up, you know, two or three yards here and there um, to at least get the offense moving. So those are the four bets I like a lot this week. Um, the over-under is at 52 and a half. I'm staying away from that because I could be convinced on this line either way. I think the Chargers are going to do their end of the bargain and they're going to score 30 plus. I don't know what to expect out of this Raiders team, even with Devontae Adams, like horrible offensive line and a head coach that quite frankly was not good when he was previously a head coach. So it's hard to kind of expect what to go there. I know a lot of people are throwing money on the over. It's the second highest point total of week one, um, only behind Chiefs Cardinals. So I would stay away from that. Um, If you're going to bet something points wise, I'd bet the Chargers over their team over. I think it's at like 28 and a half, 27 and a half, whatever it is. I would bet that over. I would stay away from the, the total total just for this week because we don't know what to expect out of this Raiders team. And we obviously all hope that they're scoring less than 20 points because that means a big Chargers win. Um, that's the four picks I have for you. Let me know what picks you had. You know, let me know on Twitter, you know, at BB underscore Chargers or my personal at Ichiridis. Um, Let me know how much money you won. And of course, just go Chargers. It's an exciting time of the year. Um, I'm stoked. I'm counting out down the hours. I'm just so excited to start this season and, you know, and Molly Wap the Raiders. That's what I'm hoping for. And then, you know, go into that big Thursday matchup against the Chiefs. And maybe we start 2-0. Who knows? It's an exciting year. Um, go Chargers. Back to the Chargers chat, guys. I know they had a big interview this week. You know, let's do it. Molly Wap. Verb. <laughs> uh, shit, I had it. Where'd it go? We're the definition, guys. <laughs> yeah, broad and mollywop. Good words. Uh, Can you impend- mollywop abroad? The impending act of physically beating a person until they can no longer stand. <laughs> <laughs> Episode title, The go. Great Mollywop. Thank you, Jason, for giving us mollywop. <laughs> the Raiders. <laughs> Hell um, yeah. Great, great segment, man. Yeah, man, great. So glad you're part of us now, man. This is fantastic. We yeah, because I think Lord all the knows, best. Yeah. I, I could not come up with the idea for some of these prop bets so thank god we have jason to put <laughs> well, it into english i could and come spell up with them out. but i would never want to advise anyone to take any of the bets no. sure because us it would just be whatever the chargers are yeah chargers win by take hundreds <laughs> take want, somebody should do a Literally parlay hundreds. on all of those and see what happens that would be oh, epic sounds that would, like your kind of bet kev yeah like 10 bucks Kev's on a that big parlay guy <laughs> i'm a parlay guy Big time. (laughs) 10 bucks on that makes like, I don't know, a thousand bucks, something crazy. I'm all about those. That would be very interesting. Um, Yeah, dude, all, all, all great bets. I I mean, I, I I get the understanding behind all of them. Um, I think, you know, bringing up the coaching for the Raiders is, is an interesting aspect because it, it is something that we haven't really, I mean, we haven't talked about the Raiders here on chargers charge chat because it's, it's the Charger chat. It's not the Raiders chat. So FTR. Yeah, FTR. So um, it is something interesting to remind us that like, yeah, they are dealing with a coach who is second time coming in, but first time with the Raiders and hasn't really had like a great record <laughs> as the coach. Yeah. So what do you, I mean, what do you think, Al? Yeah, it. it just looking at the Raiders a little bit from what I've, again, I don't even like to, when they come on ESPN, I just change the channel. Yeah, I don't like 100%. to be involved with it. I don't need <laughs> like that in my head. being reminded that they Feel, exist. Yeah. <laughs> take a shower just, right away. Yeah, yeah. You do need to take a shower, wash your hands after right, the segment. Definitely. So um, I did a little bit of looking. It's just, this is a, as much as Staley said that we have a different team, 
they have a drastically different team. I don't know if it's a better team, but it's very different. I mean, every in every way, shape, and form, and most of it in starting positions, it's just significantly different. Like their offensive line is three out of the five guys are completely different. Their defensive backfield, all different. All mm. of their coaching staff, their head coach, both coordinators, all brand new guys. And it's just, it, you don't know how it's going to gel. Right. Last year with with the, with the Chargers, we went through this all last year. We I feel like it all worked out pretty well, but there's definitely a filling out period, even from what you've heard from Staley this year. It's like I just know these guys. I have relationships with them. I know I know what to expect. These guys haven't had a real game yet together as a staff and, and, true. and calling true. plays together. And yeah, it, it's just going to be it's going to be pretty drastically different. I looked at the defensive coordinator. I, I didn't even know who they had hired at their defensive coordinator position. Um, and they ended up going with uh, Patrick Graham, who was the Giants DC last year, who we saw. And we had quite oh. a bit of success. Um, but yeah, like, I mean, against the Giants last year, they have those two high safeties all the time, trying to limit big plays and forcing you to run on the field. We ran the ball like crazy against the Giants last year. So if I'm looking at the game, just taking what they have, what this defensive coordinator likes to do and what our offense is built to do, I expect a lot of short underneath stuff, Keenan to be extremely involved and in our running game to be established early. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't, I just don't know enough about who this Raider team is. It's not the Raiders that we saw in week, in week 18 last no, year. It's a, not it's a extremely different from the top to the bottom all the coaches, most of the starting lineup, it's extremely different. Yeah, same could be said for the Chargers defense. There's going to be almost entirely new faces out there. Yeah. For, set, set for a small few. So, um, awesome. Well, hey, Jason, again, thank you for an awesome Bolt Beat Thanks, segment. Thanks, brother. Um, and now, folks, we haven't done this in a long time. <laughs> yeah. We are in week one. It is time to make some Bolt predictions for the upcoming game against the Raiders, week one, home opener. What are we thinking? Who, who goes first? first? Who goes first? Rock, rock, paper, scissors. Ready? So whoever loses goes first? Sure. Okay. Rock, rock one, paper, paper, scissors, scissors shoot. shoot. Oh. Again. Again. Rock, rock paper, 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 scissors, scissors shoot. shoot. This is great TV. All right. We all lost. We all <laughs> This is, all right, I'll go first. This, this is, is dumb. <laughs> we all did the same, then we all lost. Uh, I'll go we first. We all lost and we all won. I'll go, I'll go first. So a, a couple years ago, off. I did the Chicago Bears one, which was out of control. Yes. Oh, yeah, you just prediction. can't forget about that. I so I'm, I'm going to kick this year. thing off like kind of specific. So Jesus. we're going to go. Did you, how'd you find a way to bring that back up? Because you know, it was a great, it was ago, the highlight I of my prediction, uh, <laughs> my prediction career. He's going to so. be telling his kids. No, yeah. yeah. It was, He's going to be telling his kid's wedding like four years epic. ago. It was epic. It was awesome. epic. So if I was right then, could be right now. So we're going to go uh, Chargers win 34-17. I got Herbert with over 350 uh, passing yards. We're going to have four passing TDs oh, to shit. four different players. I got uh, Will, uh, Williams, Keenan, um, Eck, and Everett. And then we're also going to have four sacks on car. So this is a layered prediction. Wow. So four wow. passing TDs, four different wide receivers, and four sacks. Four, four, four. You're going to, and four is going to be in the turf. You feel me? Wow. That a is a lot. That is a well thought out bold prediction. Yeah, that, that was not one of the shoot from the hit predictions. Yeah, that we uh, I came in. I got to be prepared. I got excited. Touchdown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'll happen later in the season, but here I came ready. Uh, Justin's gonna throw the ball. <laughs> Not this do. week. Right, what do you 14. guys got? Bulldog. Ah, uh, jeez. Um, I'm gonna say, you know, Jason talked about Mike Williams get, being a, being a big target, but I think we know that Justin Herbert likes to target his tight ends, and with Donald Parham basically trending to not be playing this Sunday. I think Gerald Everett's going to have himself a game. I'm going to say Chargers win uh, 32 to 18. Your, your numbers, man. You <laughs> always think. He's always got the weirdo numbers. <laughs> 32 to 18, to Chargers one. win, 32. and Gerald Everett gets two touchdowns. Okay. Wow, big game. Yeah. All right, I like that. I have Chargers 38-20. 
And I think the emphasis that we all care about is the running running defense, right? We don't want to see the Raiders run for a yard. Mm-hmm. I think we hold them under 75 yards rushing and we win 38-20. Nice. Under 75 yards. God, that would be amazing. Yeah. yeah that would, would be like, such a different look from last year. from last yes. year, yeah. All right, folks. Bolt predictions. First week in the books. How accurate will we be? Only time will tell. We'll have to wait till Sunday, uh, folks. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> But I think that's going to do it for us here at Charge Boys, Chat. Hang on. Yeah. You guys are flying into LA here in the next couple of days. That is correct, We're sir. We're packing in less than 20 hours. Yes. I will be folding my jersey so softly <laughs> and so gently. And I'm going to wrap it and put it in bubble wrap and gently put it in my bag because it needs to travel safely. It does. It absolutely does. Yes. A carry I- on, right? Yeah, carry on. Oh, that carry is not on. going under the plane. That's carry on. I might wear it underneath a few Precious things. Cargo. Keep it on, actually, That's now that I think on. about it. Yeah. yeah. I'm going <laughs> to wear it on. There you go. Um, but I want to say we are going to be in Thunder Alley. Yes. So come say hi. We want to meet as many of you guys as possible. Yes. So yeah. come say hi, and uh, we will, yeah, we're just, I just can't. I'm so excited to see everybody. Yeah, please. It's crazy. And just a heads up, we're not all, like, this tall. We're not all four, four foot, you guys are four so foot tall. tall. Yeah. Everyone last, last time we did like, it was like, yeah, you guys are really tall. Like, ah. yeah. <laughs> We're not really tall. Me, I'm six foot. Kev's like six, six foot and a half. half six he has one. to be taller than me. Right. right. Adam. Yeah. We're all like, we're six all in foot the six foot guys. range. Yeah. 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 So yeah. just as a heads up, don't like, you don't have to like be looking down to find us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And and honestly, don't be afraid to come up and say hey to us. Please. I mean, we we really we want to see you guys. So yeah, if you're ever questioning, like I don't know, I don't want to bother them. Please come bother and say the hi to shit. Us. We're not bother famous. The he- this doesn't happen to us. No, on the no. I just want to hang out with everybody that yeah. is wearing a Charger jersey that has a shamelessly positive attitude and is ready to kick some ass. Absolutely. So if you have all those things, let's ride. Let's freaking <laughs> ride. Baby. Let's ride. Let's <laughs> ride. Um. All right. I think that's going to do it for us here at Charger Chat, folks. Don't forget to bolt up because we're ready for any squad, any place. See you so far. K love you. Bye. Family, trust, respect. K love you. Bye. FTR. K love you. Bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.